Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today, as always, are my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. How do And today we're going to talk about house training. We've had a lot of questions about it recently, not just from our puppy training classes and some of our basic training classes, but also we've gotten emails from listeners who have asked if we could revisit house training. If you look back in our list of podcasts, we have talked about house training before a couple of times, but we're going to talk about house training in this podcast and then in a follow-up one we'll also talk about problems with house training and some of the things that can affect it and some of the things that can cause a well house trained dog to to lose his house training so two podcasts for you on house training and we'll try to cover it as completely as possible but let's talk first what is it what is house training what do we want our dog to understand from house training first of all you know me and my words. I really, really prefer house training over housebreaking. Oh, yes. Well, you heard me say house training. So something about housebreaking just makes me go, eh, no. Yeah. We're not breaking the dog. Right. Yeah. Good. So th- thank you for that. <laughs> my definition to my dogs when I teach them house training skills is I want them to understand where they are to go to relieve themselves and to relieve themselves on a verbal command because we travel a lot mm-hmm. and i want i don't want my dogs to go only in the backyard or only at our training field i want them to be able to go anywhere and i also want my dogs to know where not to go yeah just as important right um, you developed in me a dislike of having my dogs pee on lamp posts and things like that. Every vertical oh. surface. The male dogs Boys. do not Double need white. to pee on every vertical surface. You know what, wait, Well, even if they have to go, I don't want them to go on something that somebody has to come along and repair. Or oh, clean. Yeah, uh, yes. So bushes. Bushes. Yes. By the, that's fine. Yes. Anyway, yeah. um, the house training, not just for your home. Like I said, we travel in your RV all the time. Right. A lot of people travel mm-hmm. these and, days. And motel so rooms and yeah. hotel rooms. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Friends' homes, guests. I mean, yeah. Right. So the definition of house training is really teaching the dog a variety of skills. Where not to go, where to go, and a word that will give him a cue to go now. And I like to, especially... Well, I've had boy dogs for a long time. I've had girl dogs in the past, but for the last couple of decades, it's been boy dogs. I want them, if possible, when I ask them to go, to squeeze out the last drop. (laughs) If we're at a rest stop and we're going to be driving for the next three hours, squeeze that bladder, dude. (laughs) Exactly. We're not going to stop at another mile because you have to go. And we're not stopping at 20 bushes. No. 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 So that's the basic definition. Now, what word to use? I have to say I use go potty. Yeah. Simply because I started that 
many, many dogs ago. And because the young dog overlaps an older dog, and I, I wish that I had started a long time ago with a different word. But, you know, it's comfortable. It's what I say. It may sound a little silly out in public telling a, an adult dog, go potty. <laughs> but it's common. It's very common. It's very common. It's Shoot, very I even common. used it at my daughter. <laughs> we had to go somewhere. You know, I told her, Kayla, go potty. I'm really? sorry, Kayla. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's just a simple word. Actually, one of uh, the new puppy students. So we're in Southern California. A lot of Spanish influence. In Spanish, baño means bathroom. So oh. he is using baño oh, as nice. his cue word. Very cool. Which that's I thought good. was, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Yesterday, one of our students walked in. I heard him go, go pee pee. Uh, he's a big dog. He has one of the big black lab. Go pee pee. Well, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't use that. Giggle. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big guy with a big dog. <laughs> Cutest thing. But it still means that they have a word. Yes. That's great. It is important when you're deciding what word you want to use. It's important that everyone in the family is willing to save that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my husband before he passed his way, rest in peace, Paul, <laughs> would say go potty, but it was under his breath. Uh, you know, big manly marine yeah. shouldn't be going, go potty. <laughs> Get busy so, is one that's commonly used. Get yes. busy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, apparently that can have some other connotations, though, because I suggested that one time, and the teenagers about lost their minds giggling. Yes. Uh, it's, so, not a, it's not a... Okay. Not something we're going to say over our podcast, but... <laughs> But it has other meanings. Yeah. Which I didn't know about either. Yeah. And, but I thought, okay, well, I I'm going to quit suggesting that one. Okay, yes, I will too. Yeah. I'll stick with Go Potty. Yeah. Let's stick with Banyo. I like Banyo. Banyo. But everybody in the, in the household, everybody in the family needs to be able to say the same thing. Yes. So somebody can't say Go Busy while somebody else is saying Banyo and somebody else is saying Go Potty. La Toilette. Yeah. Or that. <laughs> I'll stick with go potty. (laughs) (laughs) Then you need to decide where you want him to go. One of the puppy owners at Puppy Play last night asked me, can you teach a puppy to go in a specific area of the yard? And I said, yes, you can. I said, my boys go in one area of the yard and about six foot apart from each other. So I know that this one is Bones and this one is Heroes. And if somebody has a digestive issue, I know which dog it is. I said, but to get them to that point, you have to go out with them every single time. A lot of dedication. And I said, uh, I did that because I have a lot of concrete in my side yard and I don't want my boys going on the concrete. I want them to go out to the backyard where there's mulch, dirt and mulch. So I said when Bones was a puppy and when Hero was a puppy, I went out every single time. And she has kids. I know she has kids. And she was like, oh. And I said, but wait, you have a baby, baby dog, a puppy. You need to go out with him every single time anyway. And she went, oh, that's right. So I know she isn't. But hopefully now she will. You know, especially if you have kids, you want the dog to not go everywhere in the yard. Yes, right. exactly. exactly. And I'm yeah. sure that's why she asked. Yeah. But I think she was hoping for a little more of a magic wand than actually going out every time. And But we'll we'll talk about why you have to take the dog out every 
every time. That's that's our next subject. But to get him to go in a specific place, yes, you have to go out with him every time. And make it worthwhile. And make it worthwhile. Praise and, that, and reward. And it could be outside, a certain sure. area, or even indoors. Right. I mean, yep. a lot of people, whether you live in a condo, an apartment, um, I mean, I have a house, but the two little ones, just because of the bird of prey, coyotes and all this, they are in a specific spot, potty pads in the house, but yep. again, a specific spot. Right. I did tell her she could take a portable fence and make like a, a U-shape in that spot of the yard to give the puppy more of a visual idea of where mm -hmm. to go. Right. Right. And I said, that's absolutely fine. To give him a little toilet stall. Sure, to give him a toilet stall. But to give him something to aim to. Because he's a baby. Her puppy's a baby. He's only 12 weeks old. And if she's trying to say, you go potty in this area of the grass, but not any of this grass, that's going to be quite that's a concept that. for a baby. Mm. Doesn't make any sense at all. No. Yeah. So I said, if you put up a little portable fence in the corner in the back where you want him to go, and then make it visual, and then take him there, and have the trash can and the pooper scooper there, and walk him there. And, and it said, keeps the kids out of his bathroom, too. Yeah. Sure. And I said, Frankly. that will be Frankly. much more easy for him to learn. And I said, and German Shepherds are, are prone to having a spot anyway. Mm -hmm. So that'll be his spot. But then don't change it later because that'll be very difficult. And she oh, okay. Yes, but possibly. You and I have both moved enough. Oh, sure. Uh -huh. With dogs that sure, you yeah. can't establish a new spot. Oh, but, yeah, definitely. But that idea that there is a specific spot is what you want to get across to them. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, like we said, take them there. How many puppy owners do we hear from? Oh, and I shouldn't say just puppy. When we're talking about house training, this can is most often a puppy subject, but it can be a newly adopted dog. It can be a dog that perhaps was outdoors all the time and is now indoors, or vice versa. Yeah. Or vice Never versa, because yeah. I just yeah. inherited little Katie. She's mm -hmm. a little cockapoo, about 12 pounds of her. And... Uh, her mom was so worried about coyotes and, and birds of prey and all the above that she just used piddle pads inside. Oh. And so now Katie, and I've been putting him down for her, but I'm also establishing that, okay, it's first thing in the morning, she heads for the piddle pad. Oh, come on out with me and the boys. Right. Or last thing at night. I'm not always there during the day. So she has the piddle pads available during the day. But she is starting to go first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Oh, yep. good. Yep. Good. One less piddle pad to pick up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Or two yeah. a day, I should say. Yep. Yeah. So when you take your dog out there, you're doing several things. First of all, you're making sure he goes potty where you want him to go. But the most important, you're teaching him the word and you're rewarding him. If you just send him out the door, one, you're not teaching him a word. Two, you're not rewarding him. And three, you have no idea if he's gone or not. And how many dog owners do we hear from? <laughs> I let him outside, and then he came he back in, in a few minutes yep, later. And peed. And peed. <laughs> or poked. Did yeah. he go outside? Well, I don't know. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. We hear it all the time. Yeah. So again, follow them out there. When they do their business, then reward Pray, them. Praise, praise and reward, reward them. them. And... Usually with mine, I just use praise. 
But I don't mind if you bring a treat out there, too. I mean, you know, whatever. I think uh, initially when I'm teaching the puppy, it's with reward, too. Praise yeah. and reward initially. Yeah. yeah. I, I generally but. don't. But if I can go out there and go, yay, look at you. Awesome boy to go potty and love him up. Mm-hmm. That's just as good for them. But if, if you want to give them cookies, too, sure. Why not? Whatever his paycheck is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So go outside with them. Now, another question we get a lot about is a schedule. Not just how often does a puppy need to go out, but does he need to go out in the middle of the night? How long can they hold it during the day? When does somebody need to come home at lunchtime? How long can they be in the crate? And we'll talk about crate training coming up in this podcast, but... But for a schedule, there's a lot of variables in a schedule. Yeah. Well, the size of the dog and the size of the bladder. And the age of the puppy. Yeah. Do they really have control for very long? I always think of the little kid dancing around going, I gotta go now! You know, they've not... During the dance. Yeah. The dance. Well, and the other thing that goes along with that, with schedule, is what is the activity? If we're talking a puppy... The puppy can go outside, and you can go with him, and he can go potty. But then if you bring him in the house and you're playing with him, yeah, you're going to have to get him outside again. Because yeah. the body gets moving, and things are going to have to go. Yep. Which is one of the things we always tell the puppy people. Like, when you go outside, play with them a little bit. Get them moving to make sure that they do everything. He may there. go out and just take the edge off the bladder. Uh-huh. Relieve the pressure. Because let's go inside and play with mom and dad. Yeah. And then you play a little bit, then they got to go again. Or, even if he empties the bladder, come in and play, and oops, number two. Yep. <laughs> yeah, play with them. Uh, yeah. Well, Kate, Kate, like, this, uh-oh. This is, this is a podcast, not TV, but but Kate gets a look on her face when she's thinking, and Petra and I know her well. And <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, is that it's a different look from my normal look, apparently. So <laughs> I'm not thinking go, all that much. Can I go potty? Yeah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um, the timing of the playing. People yes. that go out and play with their puppy to get them moving, both physically and bowel-wise, and then the puppy gets distracted from going. I don't play with them to get them to move. I'll walk around. I'll walk up and down and back and forth and let the puppy follow me, but I'm not playing. I want him to think about what he needs to do and then when they're all done, then we play. That's what, it, yeah. So then if you continue, when they're all done, then you play outside. If they haven't quite finished, you don't have to get worried or upset if they still had a little bit left unfinished business. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, be a little boring mm-hmm. when you I first take around. them out. Yeah, See, I'm in a hurry. It's like, come on, go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze I it, do puppy. get them run around and play, and then I stop and let them just kind of, and then at that point, it's like, okay, now relax, and then they just, hmm, what else are we going to do? And all of a sudden, you see this little, like, oh, I gotta go, yeah. and then they go. Well, so it's not like, you know what I mean, you let them out, they do a little bit, then get them moving a bit, and then let them relax, and then let them, and all of a sudden, everything yeah. comes out. Okay. Well, you also, especially first thing in the morning, have to leave and go to work. Uh-huh. So Kate and I, Kate and I don't moving. have to do that. <laughs> so self- get things moving quickly. Let's go. <laughs> self, self-employed don't have to worry about time schedules time. as much. Yeah. But other than that, regular schedules, they have to go outside 
right after they wake up. And whether this be a newly adopted dog or a puppy, when you let them out of the crate, when they wake up, they gotta go outside. And that's another one, because, you know, when y'all gotta wake up, y'all gotta go to the bathroom. And it's like, hurry, 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 hurry. I gotta go too. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you take your pups out first. I do. Yes, they go first. <laughs> after eating, and sometimes twice after eating. Right. After they first eat, take them out because food in the belly squishes stuff and they have to go. And then maybe an hour later when things are digesting and moving mm-hmm. through the digestive tract, then they got to go again. Yeah. After playing, because if you're inside and playing and they haven't done anything a little bit. Yeah. yeah you know, it's been a little while. Better go take them outside. And or you've been playing around. hard, playing hard, playing hard, and then they take up on water. Yes, oh. and they better be ready. A few minutes later, it's going to come out. One of our yes. trainer's dogs, and I won't name names, but she'll recognize who we're talking about. He drinks like I've never seen a dog. And, and he's healthy. She's had him checked at the vet. He drinks. But then when he's got to go, he will pee for five minutes. I have never seen a dog. His blotter has got to be... Truly elastic. He kept an entire obedience class enthralled because, you know, he said he had to go, so she took him over to the side of class trying to be discreet, and somebody noticed he's still going. And then it went through the class like wildfire. He's still going. Look over there. He's still going. And he was still going. And going and going and going, and he just sort of. But he does drink so much water. Yeah. Yeah. And but she's had him checked. She's had him checked for diabetes, and and you know he just he likes water. Well, he plays in the water when he drinks, and then he's got a (laughs) truly elastic bladder. Two latex balloons, at least. Yeah. But that's not most dogs. <laughs> no, no, it's an exception. So, if you work away from home, if you're like Patron, unlike Kate and I, uh, first thing in the morning, if you have a puppy, he he's going to need to go sometime mid-morning. So whether you can have somebody come home and let him out, or if you're going to give him a litter box or potty pads, and we'll talk about those also. Got to go at lunchtime. Got to go at mid-afternoon. When you come home, after they eat, and then before bed. Now, that's a baby puppy. I would say until five or six months for most puppies mm-hmm. stick pretty close to that mm-hmm. schedule. Some of them will have a little more control by five or six months. But a lot of puppy owners go, he's got it. He's house trained. Well, I don't yeah, consider them house trained. That just means that you've got the schedule right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything upset that schedule, you'd probably have accidents. So that means you've got the schedule right. After about six months, you could probably gradually decrease the mid-morning and the mid-afternoon potty break. But I'd be real cautious about it. Um, Good way to cause a UTI if your puppy's not ready. Yeah, yeah. Adult dogs with no health issues can wait for lunch break. And the people that expect their puppy dog to hold it for 10, 12 hours. No, 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 no. Even as an adult. No. No. I don't go that long. I can't wait Uh -uh. that long. It's not healthy. 
It's not healthy. And in our second podcast, we're going to talk about some options for those dogs. That'll be in our second podcast on house training. So that's a basic schedule, and it's going to vary. Some dogs are going to need more opportunities. Some will be able to hold it better. It's There's a lot of variables. Let's look at the size of the bladder of a Pomeranian mm-hmm. versus a Great Dane. Yeah. Yes. I mean, <laughs> there's just not a lot of slack room in the Pomeranian's body yep, for exactly. to go from the size of a pea to the lima bean. means it's urgent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to take that into account. As well as, well as how much mm-hmm. water they take in. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and don't try to limit water. No, 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 During no. the day. They, they need it. You can slow down water consumption. I mean, I've had some dogs who love to drink their water and play in it, and it would be all gone. So for those, I would freeze a water bowl overnight, and they could lick it during the morning, and then it would gradually thaw during the day. But that wasn't limiting their water. That was just saying, you must take it in a little more slowly. Uh, In fact, one of my German shepherds was like that. All right. Well, we need to take a break for our sponsors. So hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Okay, next, limiting freedom. This is so important. This is so important, and it's so hard for for many puppy owners. They want the puppy to follow them from room to room to room and to run around and play. And we won't even talk about any of the other aspects of limiting freedom, but for house training, it's very important. How many puppy owners have we heard? I started to smell something and realized she was going behind the sofa and there was pee and poop back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a nice quiet toilet stall. Yeah. And if things are going on in the household, the puppy doesn't want to leave the activity to ask to go outside to go out potty. The puppy's going, I want to stay in here where the action is. And so they sneak off. Or conversely, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sleepy. I don't want to go all the way to the backyard. I'll just go close. I'll just go someplace close. Yeah. I mean, there's every reason not to go outside. You got to make it worth their while to go outside. And I think in a lot of those instances, too, it's the owner who's just sending the puppy outside, not going out with him. If the puppy can go outside and get praise and reward and owner attention, it's going to be more apt to do it, to go outside. What's that? You want your puppy to think that their pee and poop is so valuable that you will reward them if they do it in front of you in the right place. Yes. Yes. So yep, that's when they're well. dancing around going, I gotta go, I gotta go, come watch me. Yeah, go with me, go with me. As mm-hmm. opposed to they get their own reward 
for just going behind the couch. Yeah. They feel better. Heck, Bones is going to be six the end of August this summer. And when I let them outside, he's still bouncing around looking at me going, all right, come on, let's go. Right. We're going back there. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of times I still do go out with them because Hero's still young. He's two. He's very well house trained, knock on wood. But I still go with him. I mean, one, it gets me up from the desk. It gets me walking around a little bit, which is important, too. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'll forget how long I'm sitting at the desk working. But, but Bones is like, yeah, okay, come on. Let's walk to the backyard. <laughs> mommy, Mommy, look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> and sure, why not? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, limiting freedom. We're going to talk about crate training next. But baby gates... Exercise pens. Exercise pens. Close bedroom doors. Mm -hmm. Put the puppy on a leash. Tuck the end of the leash into your pocket. There's lots of ways you can do it. It's it's what's going to work for you and your household and your puppy. But when I have a baby puppy, under under four or five months, depending on the puppy, he's in the room with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in the room with me, whether I have him on... If I'm walking around, if I'm doing, bringing laundry to the bedroom to fold it and put away, he'll be on a leash with the handle tucked in my pocket. If I'm cleaning the kitchen, I'll have a baby gate up. If I'm sitting in the living room, I'll have X-Pens across the hallway so he can't wander away. I mean, I have them in the room with me. Yep. And... The older dog and the cats think it's annoying. <laughs> they jump over. But, you know what? Tough. <laughs> they can deal with it. <laughs> Which reminds me of something a puppy owner told me. The- okay, so puppy's in the room with you, and then all of a sudden you notice the puppy is squatting. And he said, I went ballistic! And now when I take her out in the backyard, she won't go. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now peeing is bad. Yeah. Right. If you catch puppy in the act, just interrupt by just scooping him up or taking a hold of their collar or something. Say, oh, no, no, not here. It's not the act of eliminating that is bad. It's where they did it. And, yes. of course, my favorite joke is to tell people in puppy class, and if you find pee or poop after the fact and puppy's already gone away, well, go get a rolled-up newspaper or a rolled-up magazine, go back there and hit yourself over the head <laughs> and say, bad owner, bad owner. It means you didn't have control. You didn't. You'd given your puppy too much freedom. You weren't paying attention. And you let mm-hmm. them make a mistake that now is going to take a hundred times to counteract. And once you walk the, once you catch the puppy, interrupt her in the act. Walk her outside, or pick her up and take her outside. Walk her to her spot. Praise her if she's got anything left. And then if she has a safe spot outside, leave her outside while you clean up. Come back in, clean it up. Because some puppies, not all, not even the majority, but some like the fact that you're being their maid or manservant. Yep. I've had one or two in the past who went, ha, look what she's doing. And then they come and pee right in front of me. Here, you wanted this? And oh, so, <laughs> And so that was a miscommunication that took a while to change. Right. It became... The puppy misunderstood. I wasn't communicating well. And the puppy said, this is what you want. So now if a puppy puppy of mine has a mistake, interrupt, 
get him outside, take him out to spot, praise him if he's got anything left in, in him to go, and then I leave him outside while I come back in and clean. And I can't prove this, but there are so many dogs that I meet that have, uh, adolescent or older, that have just been adopted. And the people will tell me, oh, he's shy. He has to go away from me to pee. No, he's Into been the punished. Corn. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, got in trouble. Yep, which That's may have be one of the reasons they ended up in rescue or the pound. Right, right. The owners got frustrated. But, yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. So, limit the freedom. If you find an accident in the motion, it's going right then. Don't scream and holler. Just interrupt. I use a, ah, ah. But not a, oh my god, you're going to die, uh-uh, but just enough for the puppy to close that sphincter. Right. <laughs> and then get him outside. After the fact, it's too late. Yep. It's your problem. It's too late. Limiting and if you free- really, really want to scare yourself, go get a black light flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> and then check to see if puppy has, act, you know, had a few accidents you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. You get the room very, very dark. And turn on the black light. You can get them on Amazon, by the way. And just like we used to wear white shirts for the black lights in the disco, and they would glow, body fluids will glow. Mm -hmm. And it it can be pretty scary. It's not just urine, but it can also be saliva (coughs) and things like that. Yeah. But uh, it will show the urine spots. When I foster kittens, when I'm done with one litter of kittens and I'm getting ready to bring in another one I will scrub the cat room down and I go in with the black light and thankfully my adult cats are very very good and just use the the litter boxes but kittens when they're bouncing around they're worse than puppies sometimes there's just I'm having too much fun and there's drop 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 so it's great I can scrub the room and make sure it's really really clean before I bring in more foster kittens Hold on, listen to our sponsors for just a second. We'll be right back. Sit, stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Listeners, I'd love to introduce you to PetPlate.com. They deliver freshly cooked human-grade dog food right to your door. I'm talking about dog food that is so high quality that even us humans could technically eat it. I've been feeding Pet Plate to my pup for the last two weeks, and it's perfect for my picky pup and perfect for me since I'm so busy. So if you want something super healthy, really tasty, and ready to serve, go to PetPlate.com forward slash spot to get 30% off your first box. Once again, that's PetPlate.com forward slash spot to get 30% off your first box. P-E-T-P-L-A-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. All right. Crate training. We get a lot of questions about crate training. Why don't you lead off, Kate? Oh, yeah. Well, there's always the, well, but I want them with me. I want them to sleep in the bed with me. I don't want them. What? 
Get us get another crate half two. One out in the but living maybe room. Maybe a crate's bad. I don't oh, it's a jail. It's, it's a, a jail. jail. I don't want to put my puppy in jail. Well, it cried. I tried it once and he cried. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So it's amazing how quick some people give up one time and yeah. It... <laughs> I can just see a puppy like, ooh, that worked. So <laughs> it yeah, it's not jail. It's a safe place. Gosh, it, it's again. like a crib for a puppy. Yeah, yes. I mean, you put your child in a crib to keep him safe. Yep. So did, it's the same has, concept. Did anybody else put a blanket or a sheet over a table to make a fort? Oh, exactly. yeah. Didn't you put in there? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how a crate should feel to mm-hmm. a puppy. Secure, safe, safe place. place. Safe yes. place. All my dogs have loved their crates. Yeah. Uh, in no, fact, I had... But you love the crate to start with. Yes. And you transmit yes. that idea. Yes. Right. And yes. if people have the, oh, I'm so sorry I'm putting you in the crate. Even if they do it, they're transmitting you poor, 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 uh-huh. poor thing. Yes. Hero was out of the crate and in my bedroom with a baby gate up. By the time he was about nine months old, and the only time it was that long was because he kept asking to go back to the crate. So I let him go back to the crate at night. That was fine if that's what he wanted. But then... At about nine months, I just left the crate door open and let him come and go as he wanted. And at about a year, I took down the the baby gate and he had more access to the house. Not the whole house, but to a little more. I moved the baby gate down the hall. There you go. And then at some point during adolescence, and I don't remember exactly when it was, but at some point during adolescence, maybe Bones was giving him a little more guff because he was in adolescence. But Hero asked to go back to the grade at night. Yeah, okay. And so, fine. And he wasn't happy with the door open. He wanted the door closed. Because I'd put him in and not close the door. And I'd hear a, ha, 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 ha. So I'd go back and close the door and he was happy. So I don't know what happened during adolescence. But he needed a safe place. But he yeah. needed a safe place. And he had a delayed yep. adolescence, His, or I should say an extended adolescence, <laughs> silly boy. But then at about a year and a half, I said, you know, yo, dude, you're old enough now. So I just took the door off the crate, and uh, he can come and go as he pleases. And sometimes when I go to bed, he jumps up on the bed with Bones and I. Sometimes he goes to his crate. Sometimes he starts on the bed, and he goes down to his crate. But the crate is in the bedroom with the door off, and he can use it as he wish. And he still does use it. Mm-hmm. And not just for house training, and it's a whole other subject, but the crate should be a wonderful place. Exactly. Yes. Oh, there's crates in my car. Yeah. They ride mm-hmm. in crates in my car, and I open the door, and they each jump in their own crate. Yeah. There's crates in the RV. Yeah. <laughs> so it provides security. It limits... Um, Problems they can get into, helps them develop bowel and bladder control. But let's talk about introducing it. Well, actually, and the right size for one. Yes. I mean, you don't want a Great Dane size for a Pomeranian. Because then they can make one in their toilet. I'm having fun with that. (laughs) (laughs) Make one in their body. It takes so little to please you. I'm easily amused. And then move away from it. Mm -hmm. Have designated areas, and so we don't want that. You want them to, you want to take advantage of their natural desire not to soil their own sleeping place. Yep. Some crates now, especially wire crates, come with dividers. Yeah. Which is, cool. which which is, is very nice. nice. Yeah. 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 Buy one crate and it grows with a puppy. 
So you can actually get an adult-sized crate, and it has Mm -hmm. a wired divider Mm -hmm. that you can start small and increase it as the puppy grows. I thought, I was very impressed with that. Mm -hmm. That was a great idea. And for litter box training of a puppy dog, that you can use one end as the bathroom and one as the sleeping with the divider in between, so it makes it clearer to them. Mm that this is okay to go on the other side. Mm-hmm. So in which case you wouldn't want the big one for a little dog. I can't imagine a crate big enough for a Great Dane to have two places. But anyway. No. But but that others. would be called a room or a house, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, crates are awesome. And then There's different listening. kinds. The different kind of crates. True. Wire crates or the plastic traveling type. In my house, especially when it gets warm, I use the wire ones. Because if I can put a fan on it, yeah, you know, a little more or air circulation. If you have a dog that's just heavily coated or a dog just 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 hot, this gives them more air circulation. So your dog's not. I have to so admit, much. I have all three kinds. I have plastic, I have wire, and I have the foldable canvas ones. Yeah, we use the, the canvas in the RV. In the RV, I use the plastic in my car. In the car, because it's more heavy duty and and it's you know, easier to strap down uh-huh. and be secure. And the crate ones I use in the house. Yeah. The Hero has a big plastic one in the house now with the door off. But I have two wire ones folded up in the garage that I can bring in the house too. So I have all three. And there's pros and cons about using either only one of those, except do not put a puppy in a fabric one. No. 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 That's that's for... Now you guys say, oh, well, no, of course. But, you know, it happens. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, there's one here in the Kindred Spirits office that has a big rip in it. <laughs> Which is why it was donated to us. Yeah, that's what a puppy um, will do. Uh-huh. Now, I will say, when we were traveling with Hero and Tango as babies, we used the foldable canvas one in the RV because it was foldable and easy to move and it was lightweight. But they were always being supervised. Yeah, exactly. The problem with the fabric ones is if you leave a puppy in it unsupervised, he's going to at some point to chew, rip, rip the screen, mm. rip the canvas. And once they've learned it, they've got it. <laughs> you might as well get rid of that because yeah. you're going to need to go to wire plastic. Yeah. So when I introduce a crate, Well, depends on whether the puppy's been introduced to it or not. A lot of times, if they're in a shelter, they're used to being in a small area. If they come from a responsible breeder, they've already been introduced to it. Mm -hmm. But the easiest way is set the crate up in the living room, sit down in your favorite chair or sit on the floor with the puppy, and start tossing treats into the crate. Let him run in and chase it and get the treat and run back out again and make a game out of it. Pretty soon the puppy goes, oh, this is a special place. (laughs) And you know that when they run in, grab the treat you've thrown, and then hang on a minute. They stay in there waiting to see if you're going to toss another Uh one in there. And then I also feed them meals in there. Uh And even if I bring home a puppy from a responsible breeder or, or from a shelter, well, my last rescue wasn't from a shelter, but anyway, I'll feed them in the crate anyway, but... To make sure that they think that's a special place. And to protect them from themselves so they're not trying to go steal the adult dog's food. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's important. So yeah, We want puppies to grow up. Yeah. And then at night, I put the crate right next to my bed. I'll get rid of the bedside table for a while and put the crate next to the bed so I can stick my fingers through and wiggle them if the puppy's worried. Or if the puppy starts barking, I just thump on the top of it and uh uh-uh. Or if I hear the puppy going, I really, really, really gotta go. Somebody was, I said, put the crate in the bedroom. 
Yes. I mean, it's a, a typical yeah. puppy, and they wanted so to leave the crate in the living room. No. No. Don't oh isolate him. And I said, then, too, and they were setting an alarm to just go check on the puppy. No, put him in your room, and you will very quickly learn the difference between, oh, I'm bored, and, oh, oh I gotta go, oh, oh, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One, you say, knock it off. The other, you take them outside quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's just so many more ramifications. Puppy learns they can communicate with you. Right. And ask you stuff. And especially if you are gone a lot during the day, here's eight hours uninterrupted where he can smell you, hear you, be with you, even if you're not doing anything. Yeah. He's there with you. Mm-hmm. Puppies aren't designed to be isolated, especially at that age. But my dogs are always with me, so. It just makes a lot of sense. And then when puppy does give that, I got to go whimper. Well, as soon as you wake up. <laughs> you, can, you can answer their question. Yes. What they're saying. Communicate. So that later on, when you want your puppy dog to come to you and, you know, we're at a friend's house. I got to go. They have a way to communicate. Exactly. Now, we have a dog in class right now that the owner asked me on their first week of class what to do about it, and I had to tell him we're going to talk about it in an upcoming week because I didn't have time on the first week discussion to go into detail on it. Mm -hmm. His dog is urinating in the crate. Uh, Poor guy. And the briefly I told him that means at some point that puppy spent too much time in the crate and had, learned that it was okay had no choice, to go. But it had to go. Right. And now it's a habit. I yeah. worry about those puppies in the puppy stores. Oh, so many of them oh, have house yeah. training issues. Yeah. They're just in They're there, there with for hours and hours. Paper and stuff, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. where yeah. you go mm-hmm. wherever you are when the moment happens. Yes. Right. Right? And I don't know what the background on this puppy is. He was just here for first week class, so we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. But what I'm going to talk to him about is, one, where did the puppy come from? Was it a pet store puppy? Was it a shelter puppy that was in a cage rather than a run? Nowhere to go. There's nowhere to get away from where you've gone. (laughs) Right. No choice to go anywhere else. Was it from a breeder? And perhaps had a good start, but maybe when he brought it home, he had to work too many hours. And then we're going to basically tell him that he's not going to be able to use a crate. He's going to have to get that puppy out of a crate and do something else. Either a next pen with potty pads or a safe place outside. I don't know what his situation is, but once the puppy has lost the inhibition to keep his bed clean, the options are much more limited. Seven months? Yeah. Six months? Yeah. A big breed, seven months. Yeah. Big breed, seven months. Yeah. So it must be doing this for quite a while. And he had it for since little. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how many weeks, but now it's almost about six months. Yeah. And it's a Mm -hmm. large breed dog. Mm hmm. And she's doing it. That's the sound of my forehead hitting the table. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure that's probably. Uh, Lots of questions we need to ask him to see what's I'm sure that's probably one of the primary reasons why he's in class. But unfortunately, I had to give him a little bit of a delay last week because I knew this was going to be a significant discussion. So so if your puppy is relieving himself in the crate, one, the crate may be too big, or two, the puppy's not getting out often enough, or three, 
He's conditioned. He's conditioned to it. It's he just like, oh, small area, yeah. gotta go. Got I just yeah. go. So in those instances, you uh. j- you need to get the puppy out of the crate. But that doesn't mean freedom. That means a different situation. And usually an exercise pen with potty pads or a litter box. And you can listen to our second podcast. We're going to talk about those in more detail. Or a safe place outside. And with a puppy, I don't mean just turn him loose in the backyard. Even if you've got a small backyard, safe place outside. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully that answered a lot of your questions as far as house training goes. Or when you adopt your next dog or you get your next puppy, you can tune in again and listen to it. And check with us for our upcoming podcast. We'll talk about house training problems and situations and and other things that affect house training. All right. So that's it. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.